Bill, how do you feel about in four, in 31 seconds from now, Everclear is going to be live streaming a concert sponsored by AARP? Who's Everclear? I don't think uh, I, I don't think I know Everclear. <laughs> it's like Ryan, can do you remember being alive in the nineties? Uh-huh. <laughs> See, isn't it weird to not? <laughs> to not. Because like I, I don't understand people, and I know that it still happens nowadays, but like how do you get through life without knowing what was happening in the world around you in any way? If this is our intro conversation, Ryan's gonna have to mute my whole audio track because I'm <laughs> eating some honeycomb cereal here. Cool. That's the best food for a podcast. Uh, the, um, you know, like you'd think you'd hear a song. Like he has to know Santa Monica, though, right? I mean, he knows the song. He knows "Father of Mine." Like he knows yeah. that these things mm, exist. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, they're a pretty big band in the '90s. I used to love them. But it's just weird that the bands I used to like a lot are now playing concerts for AARP. Don't you qualify for AARP? No. Oh, I'm all, you, just, you just have the hairstyle down. T- 23-year-olds don't get to do that. <laughs> oh, God, not the time game again. No, this is different. <laughs> all right, let's get into it, guys. Let's uh, start the music or something. I think we already did. I think oh. it's already started. Well, I can't hear the music. How would I know? What's he drinking? Oh, there he goes. Pickle juice. You know what Bill would be good at? That those Straight parties, to the dome. The parties where they're kind of like anything but a cup parties. Right. Where they put drinks in anything that's not a cup. Right. Because he, he yeah. treats everything else like not a cup. I thought of Bill yesterday when I got an Instagram advertisement for buying pickles. And it was yeah. just this guy eating pickles. Like, Bill would like these pickles, I think. I love pickles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know. But he hates boogie nights. Isn't that ironic? <laughs> <sighs> So, guys, so we watched a movie. We watched a movie. <laughs> and that movie was Bonnie and Clyde. Yes. Starring on our, on Warren Beatty. Summer of Faye Dunaway. <laughs> Indeed. I wish I wish I could have had a funny pun for that, but. Just caught you off guard. I couldn't do it. Oh, couldn't fun do it. pun away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we did. I don't know if that was fun. And what year did it come out? Ah, that movie came out in 1967. Nice. Ryan, do you have some trivia for us? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> I don't have any trivia. <laughs> so, 1967, guys. What a year. I remember it well. Oh, you do? Yeah. Were you, were you borrowing Rick's interdimensional time machine? It was only yeah. last year. Yeah, I know. Uh, hey, Get guys. It's a joke, right? Hey, uh, I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a beverage right now. Are you guys you, having a beverage? I'm not. And you guys have to vamp for a minute because I just finished my Castaway IPA from Kona Brewing. I'm gonna go grab one more while you guys talk about your uh, pumpkin beer, or some garbage he's drinking, probably. Oh yeah, we'll find out. Le- well, last year's pumpkin beer. What is that, Bill? This is the Elysian Dark O the Moon Pumpkin Stout. And what's the date code on that, Bill? Well, it just says experience by. The 28th of January, 2022. Huh, okay. See, what I'm saying is, they they don't make these with fresh pumpkins. You have to freeze the pumpkins and make it. They're freshly coming out with them now, because when you think about it, like, brewing beer takes takes a while. And then, and shipping them out. So when they want to come out with them in September, 
in October for Oktoberfest and pumpkin beers, they're not going to get fresh pumpkins, it's, which aren't ripe until mid-October. They don't brew pumpkin beer for Oktoberfest. Uh, Elysian does. <laughs> they brew it for their pumpkin fest. <laughs> what do you got there, Ryan? I have a Topo Chico hard seltzer exotic pineapple flavor. Did you get that out of my cooler? (laughs) You know, um, I'm not usually a fan of the seltzers, Uh but uh, this is the first time I've seen it locally to me, so I thought I'd give it a shot. And the pineapple's pretty good. Rick, do you have a beverage? Uh, Yeah, I went and grabbed a Kua Bay IPA again from Kona. Just taking to the neck tonight, huh? I'm also drinking a tub of pickle juice, so... Chaser. Cool. Yeah. Cool. He's pickleback. No, nothing, pickle. nothing like a pumpkin stout and some pickle juice. <laughs> as you do. <laughs> as you do. He's, as you do when you watch a classic bank robbery movie. Three three steps away from salsa. <laughs> uh yeah, bank robbery okay, movie. Guys. Bank robbery movie from nineteen sixty seven. I don't get that salsa joke. Well, I was just like pickles, pickle juice, and then you had what was your drink? Pumpkin, pumpkin stout. Do you have you ever had a pickle and pumpkin salsa? Yeah, it's delicious. You never had that before? <laughs> nope. I mean, I was gonna say like a garden, but I thought it'd be more fun to because I was thinking about pickles and brine. And- okay, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. Say what you want to say. I just want to be clear. It's not that I didn't get a joke. It's that you didn't make one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you gotta throw stuff at the wall and hope something sticks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that stuck like a pile of. Slippery something that doesn't stick. So now we both did it. I like it. Okay, Ryan, let's get to trivia. Trivia corner. Sorry, I'm having a little trouble finding my trivia sheet because I didn't know I was doing trivia until just now. I think Rick and I might have accidentally left you out of the text chain that said Ryan does trivia every time from now on. (laughs) Ryan, you're so much better at it. And we appreciate your commitment to fairness and equity. I appreciate your fairness and commitment to equity. Hey, I was pretty close. <laughs> right. Right. Holy Bill, shit. quit clicking your pen on purpose. That was Ryan. You'll start doing No, you just hold up to the screen. A corkscrew. Well, don't mess with that either. <laughs> I'm not allowed to touch things? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. We are going to do a question. True. To see who goes first. <laughs> He's wrong. He loses a point. Bill. Bill ans- Bill's answer is true. To we um, are going to do a question. <laughs> over or under the price of a gallon of gas in the United States of America over or under 50 cents. In 1967? In 1967. Okay, I'm taking the under. I'm also taking the under. <laughs> you both win. <laughs> of course. That was a, that was a lot. No, like hang on, t- hang on, Rick. Yeah. Guess what it is? Closest, not prices right rules. Closest, yeah, closest, closest now. to the pin. Nineteen cents, twenty-three cents. Bill wins thirty-three cents. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Actually, it wasn't as far from fifty cents as you thought it was. I can't believe it's that much. Still I'm- trying to figure out who goes first. The average cost of a brand new car. Prices right rules. This is in the United States. All Bill cars goes- cost the same, then, right? <laughs> Bill goes first because <laughs> average, <laughs> average price. Bill goes first because he just won that when we did the second okay. answer. Remember? Okay. And this oh. this is okay. prices right rules. You say? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Bill goes first. Yes. What kind of car? Average. Average price of, of a, a car. car. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Of any car. Yep. 
of, of I'm an average say, car? What kind of? I mean, this is weird. Three thousand two hundred and fifty dollars, Drew. I want to say three thousand two hundred fifty. Uh, no, I'm going to say three thousand. <laughs> I'm going to say one dollar. <laughs> Final answer: one dollar. Rick wins <laughs> two thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars. How many thousand? Was two thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars. Nice. Get my scorecard here for my commitment to fairness and equity. It's one to zero me. No, it's one to one. No, the first one was to see who went first. Those were all toss-ups. No, <laughs> that was who went first. That's what he said. I'm just going by what Ryan said. The quiz master. Bill zero, Rick one. That's bullshit. All right. The NFL National Championship in 1967 was contested between two teams. Name the two teams. Each team is worth five points. I wasn't listening. What was the question? No, don't repeat it. What two teams play in the Super Bowl? Okay, that's all I needed. I thought I heard that. I am going first still. Yes. I'm going to say the Kansas City Chiefs and the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, so am I. Is this the first Super Bowl, right? No, it's the third, I think. Well, I'm going with it, too. Well, You're going with it, too? You're just yeah. going to guess what I guess? I mean, I'm going with it. Wait, Bill gets I... 10 points, Rick gets 10 points. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See? I mean, that... yeah. <laughs> so I was right, and you were a copycat. <laughs> what, what Super Bowl was this, Ryan? I've moved on. <laughs> it was the first Super Bowl. It was the first? The first oh, Super yeah. Bowl. Okay. Yeah. I, I was doing older than nothing. I was like 67, like because that's why I asked him to repeat that question. Right, that's why he, he was doing the math. I was like, that's like 55 years. <laughs> I didn't know if he said championship <laughs> or if he said Super Bowl. That's why I wanted that repeat. But I was pretending like I didn't hear it at all because I didn't want you to think about that. Okay, who's the mm. second Super Bowl between? Doesn't matter. That's not this question. It's not 1967. Yeah, shut up, Bill. We'll talk about that next time we watch a movie from back then. I think it's the Packers and the Jets. Packers and the Jets. I don't know. Thanks cool. for telling us for next time. I mean, I could be wrong. Maybe I'm just snow blowing you. <laughs> you think about Green Bay, huh? Is that uh, how you say that? <laughs> nope. The United States Supreme Court confirmed a justice in 1967. What was Super Bowl this two person? Was the Packers <laughs> and the Raiders. Oh, okay. And they played in Miami. Ryan, oh, I would Ryan. like to hear the rest of your question. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Wait, what was the question? In 1967. The, the Packers won 33 to 14. <laughs> okay, we're ready. I had to do it once. In night, I, I really hope this comes back to just screw 16, you over in trivia. Seven. <laughs> Go I ahead, appreciate this fairness and commitment to equity. <laughs> I like Coke. <laughs> but what'd they do with all the cotton? In 1967, the United States Supreme Court confirmed a justice. This man had a unique distinction. Can you guess what it was? Who goes first? I go first, right? Bill, yes. Well, I'm going to say the same answer, and He's I'm going to. The first black justice of the Supreme Court. I agree. For a bonus, 10 points, who was that man? Rick can go first. I defer. <laughs> He's just going to say whatever I say. 
If you're right. Can, can I text it to you, Ryan? And then Rick has to come up with the name <laughs> no, on his own? No, you can't be on your phone. No, I'm going to text Ryan the answer. And Rick, you have to tell him on your own. No. Hang on. That's, we've never played this. No, I'm not doing it. He's looking at his phone. He's looking it up. I, no, I'm not I, answer. he's not looking it up. He is. Nope, I'm just texting right, I'll Ryan. I'll text him too. Okay. Without looking it up, you <laughs> effing cheater. You, who knows what I'm doing? Oh, you're looking Damn. it up. I see the light on your phone. That's glowing. That doesn't glow on a text message. This okay. doesn't glow. I, I, I sent in my message. I sent in my I, message I and I'm locked in. So go ahead, Rick. You guess. Yeah. I have received a message from Bill. I have my look. I have my hands up. Okay. Do you want me to text or do you want me to say it? Here? Just say it. Just say it. Throw good Marshall. Rick wins 10 points. Oh, I was wrong. Clarence Thomas was not nominated. Uh, Clarence Thomas was Bill's answer. He was not uh, nominated until the 90s. Oh, um, <laughs> He was the first um, chief justice that was black, right? Thurgood Marshall was the first black justice, period. Right. Okay. Uh, yes. Okay. Okay. When you say so, Clarence Thomas, I was like, you mean the founder of Wendy's? But that was Dave Thomas. Right. <laughs> but he was a justice of the peace. Yeah, but you're not ordering chicken. a Clarence single. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what are you talking about? At Wendy's. A you Dave, get a Dave single? single or a Dave double. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember that at all. That's weird. It's fairly new. They, oh, oh they, it's new? After he died, they named a hamburger after him. Oh. Did you know that's weird? Have you ever seen the movie Strange Brew, Bill? Yeah, it's from of Canada. Course I have. Yeah. Of course I have. Isn't it weird that... <laughs> Take off your hoser. Isn't it weird that the guy that's Rick Moranis' partner is also named Dave Thomas? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not weird. That's pretty common. It's, name, it's super weird. Because <laughs> Dave and Thomas are really... <laughs> <laughs> David, even? All right, so okay. back, back into it. I'm in the lead. Yep. Rick has 11. Bill has 10. Do you see, Bill, why I thought you were going to say the right answer in that situation? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, you see why it's better this way? Well, kind of. You could also just be wrong. But, okay, whatever. If you were saying anyway. Clarence Thomas, I wouldn't have said the same answer. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Because I had the right answer. <laughs> but you didn't know you had the right answer. Otherwise, you wouldn't have cared. Because I, I thought you knew the right answer, but you didn't. I would okay. give it my answer. Okay, keep going. Let's move on. The Packers You're making obvious. It's so I, much desk noise. <laughs> yeah, Bill. Okay. 1967 was a time of turmoil in the United States. Banner year. Mm-hmm. There were... Banner year in the Bender household. <laughs> so-called race riots. In numerous cities in the United States. Why did you say so-called? Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, they were dubbed race riots. I'm not, saying, I'm not trying to diminish the fact that they're race riots, but okay. this is what they were called. They weren't just normal riots. They were race riots. Sure. Uh, they were in three major cities in the United States. You will get five points for naming one of three, these three cities. Who goes first? Bill. One at a time or all three? Uh, one at a time. And we're going to go three rounds. Los Angeles. Rick? Selma. Zero points. For, bo- for both of us? For both, yes. Okay. No points awarded that round. Uh, Montgomery. And Rick? Brooklyn. Zero points awarded that round. One more round. We're doing really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Watts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chicago. 
Nope, there was Cleveland, Newark, and Detroit. I knew Detroit. You know, there was a movie just came out called Detroit about it, and I couldn't remember what it was called. That's <laughs> <laughs> and the movie, you know what it's called? It's called Detroit. <laughs> TV shows in 1967. I have a list of 10. Number one is worth 10 points. Number 10 is worth one point. We're going to go three rounds. Bill goes first. Uh, Dick Van Dyke show. Zero points. I love Lucy. Zero points. The Lucille Ball show. <laughs> zero points. Mary Tyler Moore. Also zero points. I dream of Jeannie. I dream of Jeannie coming in at number nine gets you two points. Can we do two more rounds? <laughs> sure. Bewitched. Bewitched is number 10 for one point. Get smart. Not on the list. My it three. is all tied up. My 12. Th- oh, it's, yes. No, it's Rick's oh. turn. Yes. Oh. <laughs> My three sons. Zero points. It is all tied up. Nice. I have The Lucy Show. Is my Beverly favorite, Hillbillies. Is my favorite show on there? Leave it to Beaver. No. Okay, good. Jeopardy is on this list. General Hospital, Hogan's Heroes, Star Trek, and the Monkees. Hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> good list. Finally, a good band from the 60s. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because of that comment, <laughs> you lose a point. <laughs> <laughs> the next category is... The Beatles. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Drop uh, my microphone. Can you name the album The Beatles released in 1967? Bill goes first. It's four, five points. How many guesses do we get? Uh, let's I mean, go three. We're going to play three rounds. Uh, yep. Abbey Road. And Rick? Let it be. Zero points for both. The White Album. Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. We have a winner. It is Rick. Yes. Five points. I'm proud of Bill for knowing those two answers, though. (laughs) He knew two albums. I mean, I have a daughter named Abby, and I'm (laughs) so that helps. (laughs) And the White Album. You know, we could have argued about Samantha's So many bleeps. We got a bleep there, too. The White Album technically isn't called the White Album. It's just called the Beatles. Oh, it's just—it's like Metallica's the Black Album. It's just called Metallica. But, but I—I'd I'd have given it to you. Don't worry. Final question for this afternoon, evening, whatever this weird time recording is. It's nineteen forty-five, uh, and we are snowing. <laughs> yes. Watching a movie from the future <laughs> about the past. Nineteen. 19- <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and Blossom was already popular. <laughs> I don't know what's going on anymore. <laughs> so, 1967, uh, Vietnam War is in full swing. No! <laughs> Sorry. Uh, a v- naval pilot is shot down over Vietnam. 
this pilot would go on to have a. I got. Can I do this right now? Sure. All right. I go first. Bill, do you want to go first? I wanted to hear the rest of the question. So yeah, Um, if you're going to answer right now, you have to go first. Sure. Okay. John McCain. Yeah, it's it's right. (laughs) Well, I also (laughs) guessed John McCain. Okay, I still win. So do I. But I, I know I win the whole thing, though. I was ahead, and this was the last question, so it doesn't matter. You might want to go with a different one. Oh, Rick man. has 22 points, and Bill has 12 points. Wow. Rick wins trivia. Wait, yes. why did he get so many more than me? Because I dominated this round. I answered Because every that question. was worth five, but and I, he we, also we got five got in one. the TV show category. You're... You are right, but you still lose. <laughs> okay, but you're wrong about the final score. So it's 17 to 32. Good job, Bill. 17 to 22. I barely yeah, beat you. Yeah, 17 to 22. You did barely beat me. Right. I mean... You beat me by the points of one question. I guess. You guys. <laughs> Bonnie and Clyde. Now that we're all geared up for a civil conversation... <laughs> <laughs> What? I think that's what trivia really does, is really gets us in a mood to talk about a movie with respect for each other's opinions. <laughs> this movie is interesting. Okay. Um, uh-huh. it, it takes place a little later than I thought it did when I was guessing about it. It actually takes place in the early 30s, follow, like in the like throes of the Great Depression, right? Like That's yeah. really kind of what spurs them into this crime spree. Um, it's based on a true story. Um, right. It's, but, based, it's loosely based on a true right. story. It's based on a novel that was written about the f- true story. by Sa- The novel Push by Sapphire? I think so. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay. <laughs> I think it's based on the novel Bonnie and Clyde, A Love Story. Uh, what's your guys's, who's your favorite character in this movie? Gene Wilder. Mm, when Willy yeah. Wonka is in that car. Yeah. So I love Willy Wonka. Like, I'm going to chase these guys down. I'm going to catch <clears> them. <throat> and his like. Tear them to wife, pieces. Right. And his wife is like, what if they have guns? And he's like, turn around. We should get the police. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's perfect Gene Wilder, right? Because he's right. the best right. all the time. And yeah. he's amazing. Yeah. I love him in this movie. But I also like uh, that CW guy. Just because he's in a bunch of movies like that I liked when I was a kid. Like. Roxanne and Scrooge. They're and, like dopey getaway driver. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever okay. seen Roxanne? No. With the you've never seen Roxanne. You ever seen Martin? With the, he's got the big nose. Well, I've read the play Cyrano de Bergerac, which it's based on. Right, but you haven't seen the movie. Right. Uh, and have you seen Scrooge? No. Okay. You ever read the book A Christmas Carol? Like I the have. Movie it's by based Charles on. Dickens. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I just had to try and act like I was cool too because uh-huh. I know how to read books. It was the best of times. <laughs> it was the Christmas times. <laughs> uh, anyway, keep going. So this movie starts very strange. Yeah. yeah. It really it, just goes, right? It's like right. no setup. No, here, hey, hi. Now we're robbers. Hi, there's someone trying to steal my car. I'm going to holler at him while I'm naked and then throw on this dress and let's yeah. go rob some stuff. So I know that you love Faye Dunaway, but uh-huh. like she's the weirdest actor I've ever seen. You know, her she, style she, is very odd. She's like the female version of Nicolas Cage. So <laughs> you're just like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I, I, I don't think it's. I like Nicolas. I love Nicolas Cage too, and I'm just like, what is? 
happening in this movie, in all these movies with her. She's just so strange and odd. Do you think she's a normal, like, do you think in her normal life she's just like a regular person and she just really kicks it up a notch when she acts? Or is this is what they did back then? I don't know. I think she's trying to be edgy. Yeah, but like, it's it's consistent, right? Like, well, and she's trying to play this character too, right? Um, yeah, but she played all the characters I've seen her play so far are also fairly similar. Hmm. Bill's on his phone again. That's why he's him and Hine. There's a well. There's a movie. I, the first movie I ever saw her in is a movie that I really like, and I'll bet it's one that you guys have never seen. Um, but. I watched it because I was on a huge Gary Sinise kick because he's one of my favorite actors. Sure. <laughs> um, and so he made a movie called Albino Alligator. Yeah. With Faye Dunaway. Have you yep, seen that? I've heard of it. I think yeah. I watched it once. It was like, that was one of those movies that was, um, that's one of those movies they make. Is it about an alligator? No. It's not. Okay. So no. maybe not. It's, it's one, of, it, it feels a lot like, um, it's a movie that that is based off of a play, right? Right. right. So it doesn't have a lot of scene changes in it, yeah. right? It feels a lot like um, <laughs> network. What's that movie with um, Bug, Mister Pink and Mister Blue that Quentin Tarantino did? Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir yeah. Dogs. Yeah, it's like that one. You know, that all takes place in that one little parking garage area, right? To, for, for the most, most part, part. yeah. Sure. And so, so it's that kind of thing. It's like a, it's like a robbery hostage situation gone wrong, you know? Yeah. Okay. And so she, she's in that. Obviously she's older in that, but she's right in there too. But, um, I don't know. This movie was, was interesting because again, it's one of these ones that's like based loosely based, as you said, Rick on a true story. And so you have, just sort of a sequence of events, not really a story that's being told. Right. This movie made like me... Like Goodfellas. Um, uh, Goodfellas is more of a story than this, for sure. I mean, there's, it... There's more, character develop, there's more character development, at least. Yes, yeah. But it's still just kind of, this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened. There's not really a, a story that is being told. Well, but what Goodfellas has going for it more than this is it's kind of leading up to a, a heist that like, this is just like heist after heist after heist till the end. And then, you know, the climax of the movie and it's over. Right. I guess it's not the climax, but the end of the movie, there's a lot of just weird things in this movie. Um, I also, this movie drew me to, I had to go look. So like I said, I saw this movie when I was a kid, I was really young and it was just like, let's watch this. And I heard it was five. I remember liking it more than I thought I was going to, cause it was like an old movie that it probably wouldn't appeal to me. Um, but so I was like, well, let me see what's going on. Why is he like, I didn't know he was impotent or whatever, but right. I look up the, there's, I guess he maybe he wasn't impotent. There was just no. some things. What, yeah. what I read was that he had experienced a lot of abuse when he was in prison. So mm-hmm. he'd been sexually abused in prison and that made him basically like asexual and wanting to avoid all sexual acts. Right. And then there was, there's also some things where he maybe had been with some men, and that was a part of it. They didn't want to get into that at the time or something. Right. And right. Yeah. And also CW is not a real person. He's more of an amalgamation of a bunch of people that were involved with these guys. Mm-hmm. They just kept you know? bringing in different people. Yeah. And, you know, different, yeah. you know, their Which, gang was, I think, bigger than 
Right. And I, and I'm trying to like figure out the end here. Did you feel like this movie was saying CW was in on their betrayal or it was just his dad? It's hard to say. I think it was just the dad. Yeah. Right. It kind of felt like the dad sent him on an errand and then ratted them out to the sheriffs that murdered them basically. Right. Um, Right. But also like how much time lapsed in this movie as opposed to how long were Bonnie and Clyde really doing their stuff. I don't know. Two years. It was two years. Yeah. Was it two years in this movie? It was, it was supposed to be. Yeah. It felt, it felt like two weeks. Right. Yeah. It's pretty quick. Like, yeah. uh, Do you think this movie drew when Warren Beatty was down, he was like, you know what? I've already played this guy. Now I should play Dick Tracy. Uh, Maybe because he holds that same gun. Yeah. Right. Same thing. Yeah. Uh, do, you, do you think that Gene Hackman was like, hey, guys, I think this mattress can block bullets? Well, you know, that I've seen was the-, the craziest part to me is that the police surround the house and start shooting at them. And he comes out of the house holding up a mattress, like a thin, well, flimsy mattress. Like, I think the walls of the house are going to do a better <laughs> job than that mattress. I don't sure. know that I'd run out holding the mattress. Right. But, you know, I mean, they could get some lodged in there. I'm not sure. I don't shoot a lot of mattresses, but probably not. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. We, we found out last week I'm not a gun guy. Plus. A few weeks ago. Plus, back then, they were all springs. There was no memory foam. You know what I mean? Right. Right. There, there, there was no purple and. Uh, yeah, but it'd be hard to lift one of those. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess the, if you, but they come in a box that's smaller than a mini fridge. So yeah, maybe and if you just, guys, if you guys love Casper mattresses, <laughs> you should go to www.casper.com and put in the code, uh, whatever the good podcasts give you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's Get a, a bunch of, po- there's a bunch of podcasts that they give money to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but this isn't one of them. So while you're sleeping on your Casper mattress, <laughs> why don't you enjoy some hot nuts and get a haircut in Portland? <laughs> Um, yeah so the other thing I looked so when I was looking up the impotency like it's weird for me to just be like speaking of impotency (laughs) yeah I I know it's fine Ryan's microphone isn't working (laughs) (laughs) so maybe we should take a quick break well wait hang on hang on because he's not going to care about this anyway right so when I was thinking about uh, Clyde I was like when I was looking up his erectile dysfunction on the internet, which seems like a weird thing to look up in 2021. It kind of is. What if, did that Google search return? <laughs> it said that he wasn't, and it told me that other stuff. It was like, oh, okay. you know, but it also You're said- You're also going to start getting a bunch of pop-up <laughs> ads for Viagra. Yeah, and a bunch of like porn from the 20s. It's going to be weird. Great Depression porn. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of dirty faces in it. But, but it's uh, fine because they're American faces. Right. Um, it also said that this movie, when it was made, 1967, during the war, they say there was a lot of political, like, they were alluding to a lot of policies and political things happening in the world at the time. Like, it was almost a protest movie. And then they even said, they went as far as to say that when Gene Hackman got shot in the head, that that was to signify John F. Kennedy getting shot. Okay, and, you mean you mean that when this movie was made, it was during yes. the Vietnam War. So they were harkening right. back to, you know, Bonnie and Clyde and saying all these things. They were trying to make it, you know, political. But I didn't 
pick up on any I didn't of think, it. No, I don't I just, think. I'm not smart enough to pick up on. There's some movie stuff that I'm just like, I don't, I can't go that deep. But I think some of that's bullshit too. Like maybe. I think some of that is how it's interpreted in the time. You know what I mean? Like only people that watched it in the late 60s and early 70s when that's, you know, dominating the whole discussion in the world are going to see that. You know what I mean? Um, I felt like it was about social distancing during a pandemic. (laughs) (laughs) It was close to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, I guess Ryan should try and get his shit together and we should take a little break. Yeah, back with the kilometer. Yeah, that sounds good. We'll be right back after this. Check out. Shit, I forgot what it's called. It's in Portland. It's the hair place. Um, man, they've been sponsoring us for two years. What's it called? Um, uh, it's called Hairpin Salon. That's what it's called. Yeah, check out Hairpin Salon in Portland. Google it. Right. Yes, we're back, Bill. We're back, and we should probably get to the. We should probably get to the kilometer, guys. Oh yeah, oh, uh, you guys don't have to hear the kilometer drop because it's broken. <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot of things just broke. Everyone, just so you know, because <laughs> a lot of things we didn't have to hear this episode. So I am really interested in Bill's kilometer ranking here. Uh, me and Ryan had a little conversation before this podcast started, and uh, I want. Yeah, I sh- we both kind is- of agreed on something. So. Let me give you our scores, Bill. Yeah. We said, I said 57, Ryan said 47. Really? Yeah. Where'd you come in on that? It was was the Faye Dunaway bump. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which I have. Um, Right. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's so interesting, because this movie, I like this movie. Maybe it's just the juxtaposition of this one with... um, the last one we watched, Boogie Nights. Mm, uh-huh, how yeah. I, I did not like that one. But right. I, I liked this movie. I found it to be interesting. I thought the acting was good. I thought I had no idea Gene Hackman and Gene Wilder were going to make appearances in yeah, this movie. The, the two genes. Yeah. 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 I, that surprised me as well. I didn't expect those guys to be in this. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I liked it. I think this is the kind of. I like the I like bank robberies. I don't know. I, I really like a good heist movie, a good bank robbery movie. But, but okay, but you say this is a heist movie? No, I said I like good heist movies. Why? And, and <laughs> I this like wasn't good, one. And I you like, know what? I like good comedies. I like good uh, romance movies. I like this isn't any of those things. <laughs> but it had, right. it was like you know. People on the run and trying I, to... I like, I like a nice cold glass of ice water. This isn't that movie either. I was curious, Rick. I wanted to ask you this question. If you knew that That you, I wouldn't get caught when I you, rob a bank? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what if you knew... Obviously. Especially because, you know what? This what if is you knew that you would be hunted for the rest of your life, though? So, like... What, what, what does you, that mean? It means How long that, can I stay in one place? You can never have a job other than robbing banks again. Why would I need another job if I robbed a bank? Because you're going to get five grand. Oh, okay. You didn't. Okay, hang on. So my, I'm going to rob the first. The first bank they robbed, they got a dollar and forty two cents. But that's worth five million dollars in today's money, <laughs> right? Uh, you could buy seven cannonballs. How do you die from a cannonball attack? I don't understand cannonballs. Like. 
Okay, here's the thing. Is anybody going to get hurt? Well, yeah, they might. Okay, I'm not going to hurt anybody for $5,000. Okay, and- so let me, let me put it this way. If you were going to, if you knew you would get $250,000 would you ro- and not get caught, would you rob a bank? Well, it depends. Is, can I also guarantee no one's going to get hurt? No, you can't guarantee that. Am I going to have a gun? Yes. So I could risk hurting myself because I don't know what I'm doing with that thing. Or, or you could risk <laughs> shooting some guy in the eyeball that grabs onto your car. I don't have that good aim, probably. A point, that was that point on, blank yeah. range. No, I still don't know. Um, you, get a pra- you get a practice first by shooting at a tire. I mean, as, as you guys know, I'm pretty good with an axe, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, 250, huh? No, probably not. I, uh, but what I do like about bank robbers is in most movies I've ever seen, they all come in, they're like, hey, we don't want any of your money. We want the bank's it's money. It's the bank's money. money's insured. Right. Your money's insured, yeah. It's money's no, you know, that's not what we want. And that's what, if I was going to rob a bank, that's what I would do. To, I don't, uh, these people, I'd also maybe, here, take this with you. On your way out, you know, <laughs> have a little extra cash. You, you know, know so. the, the insurance companies are run by people too. They're no, they're not. They're run by billionaires. They're not people. Corporations. <laughs> Who's yeah. a personal yeah, well, insurer? Well, wait a minute. I forgot who we're talking to. Bill thinks people. <laughs> no, corporations are people. Ah, uh, yes. He's actually, one of those guys. actually, corporations are considered people I, by and, our and, government. And you agree with that? I see where we're going here. Um. So anyway, so no, not for two fifty. I'm talking if I could get ten million, and you have to get ten million out of the bank. Yeah, hey, and you're then, never going to get ten million out of a bank robber. You don't know. You don't know what bank I'm going to. What Look, bank are you going did, to? You're never going to get ten million bank. out of. You're never going to get ten million in cash out of a bank. How much money did the heat robbery get in that movie? It wasn't ten million. I think it was a couple million. Okay, fine. You know, if I get two million, and that was a a very rare, like targeted cir- circumstance. Well, yeah, I would do my homework. Okay, you, so your first your first criminal enterprise is going to be trying to get ten million out of a bank. You said I wouldn't get caught. Okay, but you have to kill a guy. Which guy? The a bank. Can guard. it be? Can it be you? <laughs> <laughs> how, how old is the bank guard? Would you kill for a million dollars? How old is the bank guard? Who am yeah. I going to kill? Okay, so so the answer is yes. Well, no. The answer is who is it? Is there an is there an answer it, that makes it yes? I don't know. If someone said for two <laughs> million for two million dollars. You had to kill a guy. This is the problem with Rick. No, listen, and you couldn't, you wouldn't get caught. <laughs> no harm would ever come to you. And it was the colonel from Boogie Nights. It's hard to say. Maybe I'd have to think about it for 20 hours. So if you knew the guy as a child pornographer, uh huh, then you're in. I, I had, I'd have to do some soul searching still, but you know. Possibly. What, what do you search for in that soul of yours? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the first How, what 15, you can buy the with first twenty million dollars. <laughs> I have to, I have to search around to find it. And if then we'll you talk have a soul, <laughs> and then right. see what it, what's what. right. Where right. is yeah. it? Uh, there, I don't know. It's pretty iffy on all of it. That's funny. But I, I liked this movie. I would watch this movie again, and um, I think it had some interesting parts to it. It wasn't the greatest. You know, I, I don't think it belongs up there in the like upper third, but I think it's over a 50. So I, I give this movie a 63.5. Oh, Oof. above Chinatown. Yeah, I liked it better than Chinatown 
only because it was just a little bit less batshit crazy. <laughs> well, oh, wait, that was fun. Big so, Trouble in Little China. I'm yeah. getting them confused. <laughs> Big Trouble in Little Chinatown. That'd be a good movie. Faye Dunaway, one of those little weird monsters. It was two jakes. Hey, you know what? Faye Dunaway has to touch the magic sword. (laughs) If Kurt Russell and Faye Dunaway were in a movie together, I don't know what I would do. Let's find out. Uh, So, Bill, me and Ryan, before this podcast started, talked a little bit that neither one of us really liked this movie. Really? No, I didn't like it at all. It did not hold up for me at all. And I was kind of bored through most of it. It was just like, it needed more story. It needed a better plot. I liked it so much better than Boogie Nights. Oh, no way. I had so much more fun watching Boogie Nights right after I watched this. Oh, wow. Well, once again, uh, we diverge in but, our opinions of movies. We got Bill up on the list, right? We did. We what, we, we made a movie uh, on the list that he actually liked. Yeah, it was great that we made it. Which is an accomplishment. Give me, right. give me some action. Give me some crime. Give me some Gene Wilder. I'm happy. Well... You just mentioned that you don't know the difference between Chinatown and Big Trouble in Little China. No, I have some trouble keeping them. I mean, I've seen them both now, and I know that they are two very different movies. I think what we should do is solidify your love and affection that you need to have for Kurt Russell and John Carpenter. Ooh, See, Kurt Russell, you, you had me at Kurt Russell. You lost me at John Carpenter. And I think we should watch Escape from New York. Okay. What do you think about that? It's streaming on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't seen this movie in a long time, but I, I, well, I have some stories about it at some point. Okay, we'll so this is, this is Kurt Russell, and if, I, if I'm getting this right from my like, understanding, he like, I think his name is Snake. I, mean, I told you this. I think his name is Snake or Snakes, and I think he has an iPad. Snakes? And I think, is New York sinking? And he has to get off of it before it sinks into the sea or something like that? Okay. I don't know. And now because it's John Carpenter and I've seen a John Carpenter movie, maybe there's some sort of like alien that's shooting death rays into the city and some puppets and some weird ghost And that's why it's, and that's why it's sinking maybe? Yep, yep, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That they've like severed it with some sort of laser and are sinking it into the <laughs> ocean. Okay, perfect. Okay, sounds exciting. Yeah, all right. Well, Bill, go into your soundproof booth, please, and we'll talk about you. Okay, bye. Bye. Have you seen this movie before, Ryan? I have not. You haven't? No. Oh, you're in for another treat. Actually, this one's going to be fun. It's Kurt Russell. How's it not going to be good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. It's one that's Um, been on my list. Like, I know people have talked about it, and I remember when... Escape from L.A. came out and people were talking about that. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I, I haven't seen the first one. So. Right. I haven't seen the first one since. Like, I saw Escape from L.A. when it came out, like, in the theater. And that was in the 90s, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I had seen Escape from New York with my dad before that. But I haven't seen it, I haven't seen it in 25 years. But right. it's going to be fun. I'm ready. And let's see. Bill gave... I'm going to give you a little clue before you give me your number. Uh... You'll give Big Trouble in Little China a 45.5, in case you're wondering. Okay. Do you have a number? Uh, what did he rank uh, Terminator? Um, Terminator 1? Yes. 55. I think he's going to go 52 and a half. 
so I have not, I don't remember a lot of this movie. So I'm really basing this on just my affection for it a little bit that maybe, maybe won't turn out the way I hope it used to, you know, like it's going to be a little different than I expect, but I'm giving him a 71. Ooh, 71. I'm going to go hard. I figure he's going to like it way more than big trouble, little China. And he has terrible taste and it's a little bit under T2 and a little bit under smoky bandit. Okay. And Kurt Russell, he like I said, he elevates everything. It's a Kurt Russell bump. Mm-hmm. The blue eyes, the blue eyed bump. Yeah, oh, love it, love it. Let's get him back. Your battery's dying. This podcast is just gonna flake out on us. Right. This is gonna be a fun edit. Seventeen different files. <laughs> Hiya. Hi. Hi. We're back. We're back. A we're dinosaur done. story. <laughs> we're yeah. That's a cartoon. You probably love it. <laughs> uh, we're done, Bill. We did it. We did it. You did, we, you did we, it. We have some another, weird ex- another one in the books. We have Jeff, some strange expectations about this one. Jeff Are they Bezos. great expectations? <laughs> Maybe. Well, I hope it's better than uh, Big Trouble in Little China because that was like it. It almost was good, but it was just too weird. All right. Well, I guess we'll find out. So I was I'm telling Ryan, cool. I haven't seen this movie in twenty-five years, mm-hmm. and so I don't. I don't remember too much of it, but I remember. Having a good time, so and we only okay. can watch movies that are fun and good. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's always your goal, right? At least, at least good. this this pick wasn't inspired by. Oh, you know what? I hate a scene in this movie. Let's have you watch it. But I hate a scene. But I hate, I don't hate the scene. I hate the feeling the scene makes me have. It's a visceral. It doesn't matter. It sure does. I can't talk to you anymore. Uh huh. We're done. Yep. Yeah. We're done. I think that and wraps for these it up. and for these reasons. I'm out. Ah, <laughs> uh, call back. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Do you have any, do you have anything to say? Any <laughs> last words? Well, I just would like to thank <laughs> Wyatt only and the wreckage for letting us use their music. And I would like to remind the listeners to like, go to W dot com. Well, and also to like, and subscribe to us. Miseducation of bill on all of the socials. Send and, us an email uh, miseducation bill at gmail.com. That's right. And to uh, check out our sponsors because they help make this possible. And uh, Ryan, did you have anything else to add tonight? <laughs> nope. I think you pretty much covered it all. Well, Bye. what good are you then? <laughs> oh, you'll find out what. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Yeah.
the drip.